1776, it was decided that all people have the right to equal treatment. It was decided that what many people call God gives people the right to life, liberty, and to happiness, and that those rights cannot be given nor taken away. It was said that the only legitimate purpose of government is to ensure that these individual rights are protected. It was also said that the only legitimate way for such governments to exist is for the people to consent to their existence. This ideology ultimately is what created the Declaration of Independence of the United States of America. And why do I bring this up? Because in 2021, we are closing an epoch cycle that was created as a result of the decisions that were made at that time, regardless of what country you live in. When an epoch cycle comes into a state of completion, the same themes that were present in the beginning of that epoch cycle, or were themes during it, come up again. This means the very same thoughts, questions, and themes, and even experiences that were center stage in 1776 are coming back into mankind again. Themes of power, alliance, freedom, control, dependence and independence, punishment, governance, authority, equality, personal rights, justice, politics, trade, economy, rules, free will and choice, sovereignty, morality, reformation, corruption, conflict of interests, polarization, the well-being of citizens versus the state, societal change, and the old versus the new. It is a big mistake to think that 2020 is the year for getting back to normal. In fact, when things that have been gone or absent from your human experience in 2020 begin to trickle back in in early summer, it's going to be very tempting to think, oh look, things are getting back to normal, but that is to fall into the collective gaslight. It's understandable that all people want 2021 to be an end to what happened in 2020. They want it to be different. How can you hope for anything else? I think everybody wants that to be the case, but the thing is, is that you're going to get a lot more personal empowerment by being in reality. And the reality is that 2021 is a direct reaction to what happened in 2020. For this reason, it's impossible to separate what happened in 2020 from what's going to happen in 2021. Global changes are happening. They are underway. They have been actually for a very long time. And those global changes are irreversible, which means that they're going to impact absolutely everyone. In fact, they already have. What this means is that 2021 is going to continue to feel a bit dystopian, at least for a while. To be completely honest with you, a lot of people are going to fear whether we're actually headed towards a utopian future or whether we are slipping into either communism or oligarchy. In many ways, 2020 is a close to an old way of life, and therefore, simultaneously, it's the opening of a new way of life. Just like the happenings that led to the Declaration of Independence of the United States of America created an end, and by doing so, a new beginning. 2020 made one thing absolutely obvious to people. What does not work. <laughs> this is true for the elements of your life at a micro level. It's true for society at large at a macro level. And so what is being created here is essentially a new world. Now, I know that many of you who are in this spiritual world, self-help world, have been hearing this new earth 
thing for a very long time, but it is absolutely a reality. The age of Aquarius brings the birth of a new world. Now, to use a metaphor, birth tends to be quite painful, right? In the birth process of a new world, you see these great conflicts between what was and what needs to become, between the old and the new. We have been forced to see quite painfully, in fact, what about our lives at the micro level or at the macro level is quite frankly unsustainable. And so we can't be looking to get back to how things were. That is the very wrong thing to do in this time of the age of Aquarius and in this time of 2021 especially. Don't be looking backwards. No matter how much nostalgia you understandably feel, it's the time to go back to the drawing boards and to create an entirely new concept from the ground up. I'm just going to give it to you straight up front. The dominant theme for this year is resiliency. Why do I say this? Because everything that is not resilient in nature this year is going to fall apart. I mean in a huge way. It's already started to. On top of that, you're going to be asked this year to see what in your life is truly not resilient so that you can replace it with something that is resilient. And to be quite honest with you, there is going to be opposition this year, a lot of it. And in response to that opposition, you are being called to build resiliency in your life. So I want you to remember that 2021, the most important thing you will do is to create actual and lasting resiliency in the different areas of yourself and your life. You can really break resiliency down into two things. The first is your ability to withstand adversity. And the second is your ability to adapt in the face of adversity. This means that in order to have true resiliency, you have to be able to withstand and you have to be able to adapt. How resilient are you? How resilient are your relationships? How resilient is your community? How resilient are your finances? How resilient is your lifestyle? How resilient is your business? How resilient is your sense of purpose and meaning? How resilient is your mentality? How resilient are you emotionally? How resilient is your health? How resilient is the environment in which you live? How resilient is the society and the systems which have been built? And perhaps most of all, what is your contingency plan? So you can kind of grasp this concept deeper. I want to give you some ideas of things that are not resilient. If a person's lifestyle is built upon debt, that person's lifestyle is not resilient. Let's say that in a business plan, somebody has a business plan that's totally dependent on some social media platform. They can erase their entire account overnight with no accountability. Obviously, that's not a very resilient business plan. If a community is dependent upon a supply chain that can be easily cut off, then that supply chain or their resources are not resilient. If a species exploits a finite resource which it depends on until there is no more of that resource left, that's not a resilient species. If a city has no plan for natural disasters, that's not a resilient city. A mentality which completely and passively depends upon something external good happening for it to feel good is not actually a resilient mentality. If a person continues to remain uneducated about their own health, make poor dietary and lifestyle choices, and simply run to a doctor for them to fix them anytime something goes wrong with their body, that person does not have a resilient health. If a person simply complies with and explicitly trusts authority figures, that person's freedom is not resilient. 
If an economy concentrates the benefits to a few, but distributes the costs to the many, that's not actually a resilient economy. You get the point. In 2021, you must recognize what is not resilient in all the different elements of your life so as to be able to go right back to the drawing board and to create a plan that is actually resilient, to create changes that are actually resilient. The major downside is this. I can promise you that 2021 is gonna be that year where you put a lot of faith and a lot of trust in things being resilient, only to find out that they weren't actually as resilient as you thought they were. This is a really, really painful experience. This is an experience that puts us straight in the awareness of how fragile our situation might be. It puts us in the awareness of how vulnerable we actually are. And that puts us straight into fear. The upside to figuring out that there are elements in our life that are actually brittle, fragile, and fall out from under us is that actually the door is wide open for us to create things in our life that actually are resilient. Things that are strong, things that are dependable, things we can rely on. All this being said, as much as you may not like to hear it, finances are a very big thing in 2021, from the micro to the macro. It is critical for you to take a very, very deep look into the resiliency of your financial plan. The reality is that the current structure of our modern economy is not sustainable. And the heartbreaking thing is that most people don't even realize that. And do not let the current trends in the marketplace fool you, especially the stock market because the current stock market does not reflect reality. Many people in today's world, indeed most of us, depend upon an economic system which is quite frankly built on absolute quicksand. The world economy in 2021 leading into 2022 is super vulnerable to power struggles, to recession, and even to collapse. Some countries, for example, the countries that think there's no consequence for endlessly printing money or building up endless mountains of debt or riding on the back of low-wage workers who are literally one paycheck away from financial devastation will be obviously more impacted than others. And to be completely honest with you, other countries will take full advantage of that. In the years to come, the highest potential within the life paths of humanity is that Chinese currency is going to rise in value where United States and European currency is going to fall in value. So we've been talking about finances. We've been talking about money. Money is one powerful tool with which to meet your needs, but I don't want you to box yourself in to the box of money when it comes to abundance, because there's plenty of other ways that you can meet your needs. For example, this is still money. Some people use their money to buy properties which are producing properties. What I mean by that is that they produce their own food and water. Therefore, you're basically investing in something that makes you less dependent on the financial system. Some people figure out how to meet their needs outside of the context of money entirely. Right? Money's not your only way of manifesting things. Other people put their time and resources into developing skills. Understanding that skills is something that can't be taken away from you that a skill always has value, and so it can always be something that is beneficial or useful when it comes to trade. One way to create more resiliency is to put extra thought into how resilient is my ability to meet my and potentially my family slash community's needs? In what ways does my dependency on a financial level put me at the mercy of others regarding my needs and therefore make me vulnerable? 
For example, if you have no financial diversification, then your finances are not particularly resilient. Or let's say that I only have cash in one currency, and that particular currency is vulnerable to failing. Then I don't really have resilient finances. Not only do I not have resilient finances, I may not really have other strategies for how to meet my needs. So it means that my ability to meet my needs is not resilient. So I want you to ask yourself the question: In what ways can I make my ability to meet my needs more resilient? This is a critical question to ask yourself this year, because your needs can make you very vulnerable. Because people who don't have your best interests in mind can absolutely use your needs to manipulate you for their benefit. This means take your power back and establish resiliency in every way you can in 2021, so no one, including government entities, can use your needs as levers to control you into doing what is in their best interests. The positive form of independence is what you need to develop in 2021. Why? Because there's a very strong potential this year that you could be slipping into powerless dependency, and that is not an empowered state. Powerless dependency is not resilient. Interdependence is. The time has come to see where you're powerlessly dependent. Citizens have never before in history been more dependent on the system itself. What does that mean if the system starts to get shaky? I want you to remember that positive independence does not mean I'm on my own. Positive independence means I'm not at your mercy. This is a year to develop financial resiliency. This is not a year to take big financial risks. This is a year to get out of financial casino mode and make smart and secure financial decisions. All this being said, do not be afraid to put energy into learning about money this year. 2021 also follows in the footsteps of 2020 in that there is a major divide between what is actually occurring and what the public is being told is happening. To understand this, I'm going to give you an analogy. I want you to imagine that two parents are in the middle of a divorce, but they want to leave the kids out of it. So there's going to be a lot of energy with these parents into putting on a show, into saying a certain narrative, and yet there will be symptoms that show through. The kids will either be in total illusion because they're not seeing things that are actually occurring, or they're going to be super gaslit. Why? Because the symptoms of that divorce are affecting them. Changes are actually happening, and they're seeing it, and they're feeling it, and yet the narrative they're being fed, and the show that's being put on, is a direct contradiction to that. In 2021, the public is getting actively gaslit, both for some benevolent reasons and some not so well-intentioned reasons. The reality is that humanity, human society, human power, is in the midst of a huge power grab. This means. Any person, any group, any government entity, any country that is interested in that power will be vying for that power. Each person will have to decide for himself or herself what he or she stands for and what personal power to hold on to or let go of when he or she is put into the position to choose. This will bring conflict and also violence to many areas of the globe this year. Just to give you a small example of this, I mean one tiny example of this is that when the impacts of Brexit are felt in Great Britain, there will be a spike in violence in that country. It also doesn't take a genius to tell you that 2021 is when the vaccine war kicks off. People will polarize over the topic. Government organizations and social media platforms will look to control the voice of those whose voices do not align with their personal beliefs and personal interests. Regarding the conflict, 
This conflict will dredge up scientific debate, the issue of body sovereignty and personal freedom, the issue of social control, authoritarianism, censorship, social safety, personal responsibility, corporate corruption, medical opinion, and so much more. Another example is that the conflict over centralized power, especially as it applies to virtual currency and cryptocurrency, will also kick off. There is an emerging cryptographic financial structure within the collective consciousness of mankind. This transition of power away from centralized banks and federal institutions will instigate a very strong counterforce. It's akin to the battle over the wild, wild west. Many powers have absolutely no interest in the liberation of money, but the liberation of money is the movement which is going to occur this year, but it's not going to end this year. There will be many conflicts, there already are, regarding the control of money, which is essentially just power. There will be a giant push in 2021 to control cash flow, and with it, people. In 2021, all people are being called to live according to their values and to define them in a concrete way. What's the problem with that? <laughs> well, nothing really, except for you live in a world where people, communities, religions, governments, and countries have different values. Now, many of you have heard me talk about life path potentials, right? The future is not actually set. But based off of what we are thinking, saying, and doing, we are in fact creating the future. When that happens, you see dominant things appear in these multiple, I'm talking millions, of life paths, which condense in terms of probabilities into thousands, which condense into hundreds, which condense into several, which ultimately condense into three dominant potentials for all things, including countries, including the world. Now, there's something that's showing up in two out of three of those dominant life paths for Earth, and that is asteroids. There's a potential in two out of three dominant life paths of Earth for an asteroid significant enough to be of interest to humanity to come close or even impact Earth. Before you start panicking, I want to make you aware of something you're probably not aware of. Several asteroids that are actually capable of causing serious devastation on Earth pass by within five miles of the Earth every single year. Most people are simply blissfully unaware of this. So it's a mistake to think that space is just this open, empty thing and there's nothing in it until occasionally space rock comes hurling at us. Regardless of whether in 2021 there's an actual impact or not, 2021 is the era in which asteroids come back into human consciousness. So most people on Earth will suddenly become aware of them again. One of the minerals within many asteroids is iron. Iron carries the medicine of confidence in power, action, will, human strength, fortitude, courage, determination, tenacity, and sharpness of the body and mind. Think about that medicine I just told you about, and then think about the dominant themes that are coming around in this epoch cycle that were present when the Declaration of Independence was written. Another of the minerals within many asteroids is enstatite. Enstatite carries the very strong cosmic masculine energies of adaptability and decisiveness. It also carries the medicine of bringing a higher perspective about any action a being might make. Along with this, an asteroid is often a powerful message to any species that has become over-identified with or stuck in the temporal or physical. That there is a need to bring non-physical and non-temporal into the physical, in the same way that an asteroid is pulled to the Earth. 
Instead of panicking about this, you can use this energy to bring about awareness or clarity about your personal purpose within the grand scheme of society, Earth, and maybe even the universe itself. In fact, instead of simply passively waiting for the universe to send you this message in the form of <laughs> space rock, you can simply find meteorites that have already landed on the planet and use that as medicine to help you step into these important energies. 2020 has brought crisis to humanity. And the response or the reaction to that crisis, the measures, whether you agree with them or not, has created pent-up pressure. Pent-up pressure always seeks an outlet. And that outletting of pent-up pressure is what creates societal crisis. In fact, it's important to know that it will be up to the consciousness level of mankind whether that societal crisis is going to last two years, which is very unlikely, five years, which is more likely, or 15 years. The instability that is established as a result of a non-resilient society revealing itself to be non-resilient makes a society as vulnerable to civil war, and keep in mind civil war can very easily open the door to world war, as it makes it ripe for positive restructuring. Keep in mind that the war of the future, and even the war of the now, may look very different than the war of the past. It is highly possible for a war to be taking place behind the Velvet Curtain, where society at the surface level is simply living in the surface symptoms of that war that is taking place behind closed doors. When humanity transitions to a new world and has to establish a new set of rules for that world, but people hold different values, conflict is absolutely inevitable at this point in human history. Right now, the reality is that humanity is divided, and all trust in governing entities is in fact being lost right now. This means that the conflict I warned about in 2020 is carrying over into 2021. Having said all the things that I have just said, it wouldn't be unbelievable that you feel a sense of doom. But before you slip into that doom, I want to assure you that it is very important to see both the negative polarity and the positive polarity of what's coming in the next few years. The reason is this knowledge will change what you decide to do with your time and energy, so it will put you squarely in the position of empowerment. Never forget that the world that you live in is a consensus reality. This means that every being that is a part of it is adding to this overall painting that is the collective reality for Earth for mankind. Never forget that the world you live in is a consensus reality. This means that every single being in existence is adding to this overall painting, which is the reality that we collectively experience here on Earth. It will be very important this year in 2021 to own your hand in and impact on the creation of that collective reality. In 2021, in perfect alignment with this theme of resiliency, it is absolutely critical for you to develop resiliency relative to your personal health. This means take complete charge of your health on a mental, emotional, and physical level. This is not a year to play a passive role relative to your health. The way that people are eating, the way the food system is designed in general, <laughs> the lifestyle people are leading is absolutely unsustainable. Instead of expecting a healthcare professional to know what's right for you or to fix you, take the initiative to independently learn how to make yourself healthy or get better. It's at this point that I'm going to give you a certain tip for a certain ongoing health crisis. 
The most important thing you can do for this ongoing health crisis is to ensure the resiliency of your vascular system, even more so than your respiratory system. So I want you to think, how do I increase my overall vascular health? That's all I'm going to say on the subject. I'm going to leave you to research the hell out of that. I will, in the rest of this video, have a few more warnings for you, but in general, what we're going to do now is to switch to the positive flip side of the coin of 2021. On December 21st, 2020, which just so happens to be Yule, there was an incredible astronomical event. We had a great conjunction between Saturn and Jupiter. In fact, these two planets came within 0.1 degrees of each other, which by the way hasn't happened for 800 years. Not only that, they moved into the sign of Aquarius. Now, anytime you have one of these great conjunctions and planets line up, it means that they lend their energy to each other and start to work together. <sighs> is that an amplification? Aquarius is already the sign of social change, collective action, and humanitarianism. And a conjunction brings about an epoch shift. This means, as we discussed earlier in this article, that this is the end of an era and the beginning of a new one. These times of transition, which are heralded in by these great conjunctions, are times of incredible intensity. Now, intensity is not necessarily a bad thing, but whew, they're linked to crises, cultural revolutions, global shocks, and a complete change in perspective and thinking for humanity. And I hate to break it to you, especially because of what it means for 2021, these epoch shifts don't just mean shifts for humanity, they mean shifts for Earth. So this means serious climate shifts. As for 2021, this means heat and all the effects that trapped heat energy have on the climate and Earth in general. This means lightning storms. This means serious tropical storms. This means stronger than usual wind. This means earthquakes. This means rising water lines. This means cold water from the deep ocean rising to the surface. This means a disparity between areas of the globe that experience more rainfall than usual and areas that are more dry than usual, which means both floods and drought. And also fires, because let's just be honest, fires are one of the Earth's most common end-slash-beginning creating events. Intelligent city planners will listen to what I just said and go, wow, maybe we need a contingency plan. Because we're already on this small little down note, I need to issue another word of warning. Epoch shifts are in direct contradiction to something being on a set track. What this means is that vibrationally speaking, it's not a great year for modes of locomotion that are on a set track. This is because epoch shifts come with the frequency of changing direction and changing direction quickly, and especially sideways. This means that risk of technical malfunctions, mechanical failures, operational errors, and even crashes will go up this year for any mode of locomotion in which a course correction, especially sideways, cannot be made quickly. Some examples of these modes of locomotion are trains, subways, and roller coasters. So essentially, extra caution must be taken. Even though people naturally resist change, this change has in fact been craved by humanity for so, so long. Those things that simply do not work, you know exactly what they are, are coming to an end. Just don't really expect things that are coming to an end to go without a fight. 2021 ushers in a kind of grand scale reset. This means people must re-educate themselves and adjust to a change in everything from the micro to the macro. 
a change in what you do every day, how you live, where you live, how you work, what you do, how you spend your money, how you approach your relationships, who you have relationships with, how you do business, how you manage your health, what your focus is on, how your life is structured. And all of what I've said is true for the macro level of our society as well. It's important to mention that this epoch will be ruled over by the element of air. Air is about knowledge, innovation, flexibility, curiosity, originality, adaptability, genius, radical new ideas, social revolution, learning, quick thinking, rapid change, different perspectives, objective perspective, intuition, and consciousness itself. I want you to sit for a bit today and think about how those things might manifest in the physical. If you do this, a big old smile might just form on your face. To give you just the tippy tip of the iceberg, of the kind of manifestational things that will happen in the physical as a result of this epoch shift. And I'm not just talking for 2021, I'm talking for this entire epoch shift. 2021 is set to bring about a huge breakthrough in cancer research. In the coming epoch, old political systems will be replaced by new ones. There will be new innovations, adaptations, and inventions galore. Social structures will be invented that absolutely eradicate that gap that exists between the rich and the poor. Humanity will shift away from that taking mentality, zero-sum game approach that they have not only to each other, but to everything in their environment as well. Instead, they're going to look for win-win scenarios with which to meet their needs. This means sustainability will cease to just be a trend. It is possible that 2021 is the year that the sustainable energy guilt-free flying becomes something that's available to the human experience. The economy is going to be totally overhauled. This means that those of you who are really suffering because of this debt-based, overcapitalistic oriented current economy are going to be real happy about that. One of the biggest upcoming social movements that will happen is this movement to both separate and liberate money from the state. Relationships are going to be liberated from the box. And any of you who have suffered from relationships being in a box should breathe a sigh of relief. The current trend of non-traditional relationships will only become more and more commonplace. The concept of marriage is something that will perhaps see the greatest overhaul in thinking. Now you may be tempted to be like, okay, so people are going to rethink marriage. Not okay, people are going to rethink marriage. Guess what our entire societal structure is based off of? Marriage! This means that if people change their idea about marriage, all of law has to change as well. With the impending trend in favor of localization and with everything, including power, becoming more localized, there will be a movement toward building strong regional food systems. Artists will be valued and recognized more so than in the previous epoch. Social justice leaders, climate leaders, and new thought leaders, and any other leader who is in alignment with the themes in this new epoch will gain power within human society. And like I said, that's just the itty bitty tip of the iceberg. It is becoming more and more clear to the collective of humanity that actions have consequences, that because of this we have distinct collective responsibilities, and that if we want a better tomorrow, we can't passively wait for that tomorrow to happen to us. We must go to the drawing boards and put our thoughts, words, and actions into the creation of it. Metaphorically speaking, we cannot wait for the light to come into the darkness. We have to generate that light. The light everyone is looking for is generated from within and spills out into the world, and so I will leave you with a clear directive for 2021. In 2021, it is not an option to passively wait for things to get better. It is not an option 
to sit back and wait for the world to become what we want it to become. In 2021, you have to take initiative and vote for what you want this society to become. But the thing is, the way that you vote in this life is through your thoughts, your words, and your actions. This means you must be what you want to see in this world. You must say what you want other people to say. You must do what you want other people to do. You must stand for what you think others should stand for. In 2021, don't hope for light. Be that light you're hoping for. And if enough people do this, you will see the world you want to see. Have a good year. If you liked this video, be sure to share it, like it, and also subscribe to my channel so you can see more content like this. But I want to personally thank you for taking the initiative and having the bravery to step into the space of awareness, not only for yourself, but for the benefit of those around you.